The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of This League, oh, I mean the Heat Check, we have breaking news. Alert, alert, we have breaking news. Steve Nash. Yoda has been fired by the Brooklyn Nets. Folks, let that sink in for a little bit. Let that sink in for just a minute. Let it ooze into your soul. Steve Nash has been given his walking papers. Me, I am speechless. I am shocked, befuddled. But for a lot of new fans on the Heat Check, there's a ton of history you probably don't know about why this is such a big deal for the show. It's not like this should surprise anyone, but let me tell you. I don't know a single person who thought that, that was, this would happen seven games into the season. But what I'm going to do is take a deep breath, relax, and break it all down for you, Heat Check style. Nick Berlansky, you beautiful Thick locked man, drop that motherfucking beat. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not a, someone who dances on graves. I'm not a person that beats on dead horses. I'm not a person who celebrates someone losing their job. And I'm not talking about the scumbags like Matt Lauer or Roger Ailes, those guys. I do celebrate their demise. But usually this kind of news is like, aw, he was so sweet. He gets to go back to Manhattan Beach now. Man, he got a raw deal. And to be fair, I do sort of feel bad for Steve Nash. I'm not celebrating or dancing on his grave over the fact that he lost his job after two years, about a cup of coffee, even though I did say it's a bad match. It's 
a bad decision. It's a bad decision. This isn't really about Steve Nash, though. As it really is about internet culture, incel culture, douchebag culture, and how they basically, these incels and coworkers, maybe they're both, I don't know, tried to end my fucking career because I had the cojones, the stones, to suggest that maybe, just maybe, Brooklyn Nets should not have hired Steve Nash. Maybe Brooklyn was not the best fit for a guy who had never coached a single game in his life or assisted on the bench, even was in the second row on the bench in his entire life. Not one game. And how maybe handing the keys to the castle, to the most exciting franchise with two of the biggest superstars in the league at the time, to an untested candidate when there were numerous qualified coaches with tons of experience staying in line, waiting in line, many of them black coaches, which that's important to note, was maybe not a good idea, especially when we're going through a national race debate spurred on by George Floyd. I know, what a fucking maverick I was to say that. What a fucking go out on a limb person I was. How could you be so brave? I, I, at, at the time, people were very mad. At the time, it was like, what are you saying? People are like, oh yeah, we all knew that. Now, he's fired. There was, oh yeah, it was very obvious. People were standing for Steve Nash when his dumbass was rolling out Blake Griffin in the playoffs last year after being down 3-0. Maybe experiment a little earlier before getting swept. Oh, my God. I even said, I like him. He could be successful. I don't know. I gave him the benefit of the doubt and said maybe he'll be successful. I mean, these two are players that are very talented. I do know other smart point guards were unqualified, and they got jobs without much experience in the past. Those guys did coach on the bench before, though. It wasn't like they came out of the fucking, like, beach bum. Like, just, like, literally had still have like, sunblock still on their face. It's just, like, still has maple syrup, in, bottles of maple syrup in their pockets. Like, this dude hasn't done anything. Played basketball, and then he went into obscurity, had a couple of divorces, maybe just one, couple of kids, and that was that. But I did think it was a bad idea. You know what I mean? I thought it was bad, bad optics. You know what optics, bad optics is? Bad look. It's a bad look. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if he turns out okay. Does actually matter. But at the time, didn't really matter. I thought maybe it would be good. So I blogged this, right? I blogged this. I was trying to be funny too, like I'm trying to be now. Maybe it won't land today. Maybe it won't land today. We'll have to see. Uh, I call them the most problematic hiring since Fred Hoiberg. And uh, people got very mad. A couple of people from the South called me on to a radio station hours and uh, they skewered me. 
oh, how could you say this? We got into a conversation about white privilege and whether it exists. Didn't want to talk about that. Did not. Did not. Internet started ablaze. Reddit threads calling for my firing. Thought I might actually be fired. Ever wonder why uh, my podcast has a 2.2 rating on Apple and a 4.7 on Spotify? Steve Nash, Ben Simmons. That's it. Philly and incels. Philly and racist incels. That's, I mean, maybe, maybe some overlap there. Who knows? Thousands of them. Thousands left one-star reviews. Do you ever look at the podcast? If you listen to this podcast, go on Apple and see. It's either five stars or one star. Wonder why? This is why. So this feels cathartic to me. Feels like the chickens coming home to cluck, cluck, roost. I was right. I was right about both. No one will ever give me respect over it. You know what? All that matters is what's in my soul and what the record book says. The fact that Ben Simmons contributed to getting Steve Nash fired is gold for me. Gold for me. Turns out being a woman and being right seems to infuriate the incels. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. But it wasn't just the trolling mob. It wasn't. It was coworkers. They helped whip the mob into a frenzy. They gained clout from whipping up the mob. They sold t-shirts. They made t-shirts calling Tristan doesn't know basketball. They tried to get my podcast canceled from inside the own company. They were literally in my foxhole throwing, throwing fucking shells at me. All to garner favor with a bunch of trolls that they just wanted to like them for who knows why. Probably another $10,000 on their paycheck for the year. Because that's what insecure bros do and that's what trolls do. So yeah, had to get that off my chest. I think it came off well. So it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Shams is reporting that the parting was mutual. Woj says he was fired. I think he was fired, personally. Uh, Nash doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's like, I'm out, let me go. Please let me go. I can never coach this group. These people tried to tell me when he was hired that he was the ultimate consummate communicator. He was the number one team builder. Doesn't appear he built the team. Does not appear that worked. Oh, yeah. He had plenty of chances to bail already. 
I tell you what, he handled it diplomatically. Uh, he didn't count on, though, Kevin Durant, when Kevin Durant said, I want this fucker fired, and they said no, that Kevin Durant wasn't like, well, let me do it my own self. Like Kevin Durant always does. Kevin Durant's like, let me put the team on my back and get this shit done. And you know what he did that? Did that for Steve Nash, too. You gots to go. He played zero defense. He had the, the worst plus-minus in the entire NBA in seven games. Shocking to no one. Nash, though, here's the thing. He was just never the right guy. Even when things were going as good as humanly possible when they were one footstep away from making it and winning the whole damn thing. Because they probably beat, would have beaten the Suns, let's be honest. It was still not going well, really. Even then, Nash struggled with his rotations, his substitutions, understanding the ebbs and the flows of the game from a coaching standpoint. That's hardly indictment on him since, I don't know, Checks Notes hasn't coached before. Ever on any level. Does he have a little binder full of plays? Probably not. The season ended because Kevin couldn't carry the team another minute because Steve Nash put six players in an OT closeout game against Giannis. There's a reason Kevin Durant balled out and airballed his last shot in OT because he was exhausted. Playing for Steve Nash meant you had to play off the minutes. He was going to let these players ball till the wheels fell off. That's not coaching, folks. That's called being vintage Tom Thibodeau. And we probably should have seen it coming when Mike D'Antoni, the creator of the, the offense that Steve Nash decided to run when he won two MVPs, when Harden won multiple MVPs, he was like, I am out of here after one season. There were multiple rumors floating around about why and how he wasn't a fan of the way that Steve Nash coached last year. Absolute clusterfuck. Harden was like, yeah, I know I asked to be here, but I want to get out of here. Get me out of here. The Nets then get Ben Simmons, who never suits up in an entire game. Season then gets swept. This offseason, we already know what that was. Most toxic offseason in, in their history. His legacy, this part, I have to say I'm conflicted about because I hate it for Steve Nash, but I love it for me. His his legacy will be remembered as a failure. Starting with Kyrie going on walkabout, Nash not knowing where he was. How did he not know where he was? How did he not know to call him and say, where are you at? Did he just not answer? If, if, the, if your star player's not answering the head coach's calls or texts, we got problems. Doesn't get vaccinated. You guys already know. You already know what it was. Was Nash responsible for this calamity? No. But he didn't help it either. This team needs a daddy. And all they got was a substitute teacher trying to be their best friend, Yoda. So Nash is gone now, and I've got questions. Why now? Why'd they do it now? Why not in the offseason? I don't know. Jacques Vaughn is now the interim head coach. Back to the circle that is Jacques Vaughn. Jacques Vaughn gets done so wrong, gets done so dirty in the process. He always has to be an interim coach. He's always awesome. They never hire him full-time. Shams, though, now is reporting that Ime Udoka will be taking over and hired as the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. 
Are you kidding me? Remember when everyone told me Ime Udoka would never coach again? Turns out, not only will he coach again, not only will he be a head coach again, he might coach the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow. We're going to talk about that. Portland, stand up. Portland's back on the map. If Ime Udoka gets this job, I tell you what, I, I will feel good for my city that one, one, or who knows, maybe more, indiscretions didn't stop this man from doing what he does best, which is taking a bunch of young men and turning them into disciplined monsters who play defense and go to the finals. Does hiring Ime you mean that Kevin Durant will stay? Does it mean that Kyrie will straighten up? I don't know. One thing is for certain. If anyone can do it, it's Ime. What happened in Brooklyn was not Steve Nash's fault, but that obscures the most important fact. Again, I'll say it again, I'll say it again, I'll say it again. The Brooklyn Nets should have never hired Steve Nash in the first place, and even more so. And maybe you think this is me making it about me and not about the news, but you know what? This is personal. I was fucking right. And no amount of cyberbullying, no amount of t-shirts, no amount of co-worker conspiracies will ever stop me from planting my flag, boom, from that. They will not chase me away from my truth. Unlike Steve Nash, unlike Ben Simmons, I'm not going to goddamn place. This league. That's all the time that we have for the emergency episode of the Heat Check. We'll be back Thursday night, probably Friday morning, with an all-new episode. Check out the feed for past episodes and mini-episodes, which drop every single day. Do not forget to download, subscribe, please tell your friends. And if you're listening, folks, from TikTok, do not support Hitler. I don't know why that needs to be said, but apparently it does in 2022 right now. Every single damn one of them, tell your friends, except for the ones that support Hitler. And follow us on social at this heat check and at Trista Crick on TikTok. That's out. We out this bitch.